The following program comes to you from the MNL Studios. Welcome in to the Mark and Linda podcast. Skeeter, how are we doing? We're doing good. Today, comments with Skeeter on this day in history. What year is it? Oh, shit. Oh, God. Is there a lot of them? Because, oh, fuck. How many of them are there? Eight. <laughs> but I'm only going to do four today. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'll, well, I'll save this one for in a second. You have a choice to make uh, today. We're going to either do the top 10 best one-hit wonders, oh, according oh, to oh, Ranker.com, oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. or the origin of phrases. They're both pretty good. I'm going to go with the one-hit wonders. Well, either one that you don't choose, we're going to do it again next week. That's so fine. So you get that. Uh, the 50 best horror films of the 2000s. Wait, wait, wait. 50? 50. Oh, my God. The most and least valuable college majors. That's a month I've been promoting <laughs> that. She freaked out the emergency room. How did she do it? Uh. feel sure she probably had something up her butt no no she didn't it was an accident actually but she did freak him out oh damn yeah i'll give you a hint tis the season okay i don't know what that means good um so you're not gonna do um what year is it all eight because we're going to record our show correct next friday so correct. we'll save some of those so we do those on tuesday morning same time same channel. If you want to listen live, you can listen live on Tuesday. For the for the recording? Yeah. All right. And then we'll play it on Friday. So it is October. Welcome to it. And that is Breast Cancer Month. Uh, Linda will be talking about it quite a bit. Uh, a uh, survivor of breast cancer. Um, and so the main thing there, Linda found hers, went and checked it out. It was cancer, went through the whole thing as many have. Uh, and so October is the month to keep that in mind, ladies, to check. Every month is the month to keep it in mind. But October is the month to remind people to, to do, do it. To do it monthly. Yeah. It's breast cancer month, right? Yeah, it o is. October. Um, I don't, um, I don't like the word survivor. I, don't, I mean, that means, I don't know. I just, because you're always, once you've had cancer, you're always thinking that it could always come back. What word do you like? Um, I like the word that uh, Robin Roberts uses, warrior. Or breast cancer warrior. Yeah, well, I mean, I had to fight. I had to fight the cancer. And won it. Yep, I was a warrior with it. All right. Uh, so, so just keep that in mind, ladies. Check yourselves while you're in the shower or whatever the case may be. If you find something, more than likely it's nothing, but go check it out. Yeah, don't wait three weeks to tell somebody like I did. Uh, yeah. Well, I kept thinking it was nothing. It was going to go away. And then it didn't. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, it is what it is. We did find out and attacked it. We went and started stuff right away and got it done. Yeah. 
So. And now, what's it been? Thirteen years? Yes. Yay! <laughs> um, all right. So, a uh, lot of stuff that we're not going to get to today, uh, which is uh, always hopefully it'll be those uh, horror movies. Oh, uh, 50 of them. Well, I mean, I can cut it down. It, it's just according to a website, but I thought it was somewhat solid, and it is October, yeah. so we got to get ready for Halloween. Uh, so I'll get to that at some point. You don't have any of our Halloween stuff out. I don't yet. Uh, I don't. I mean, I've got some Halloween stuff in here, yeah. but I don't have... Uh, I'll get it. We still got a lot of month, <laughs> plus we're taping one next week. Yeah. Um, y- y'all... It is so hot here that you just would not believe it. Uh, we were sitting out last night. It was uh, eight eight thirty, and I was game. and I was sweating up a storm. It's, Sun had been down for two hours. The high today is ninety five. Tomorrow's high is seventy. How does that happen? Wind. Not there's not going to be a lot of wind. I looked. There's not going to be any rain or storms. Well, we're going to the game, uh, the Panther game on Sunday. Jacksonville's in town, and the game time temperature is supposed to be 70, 71. Thank God, because I couldn't go in this 95-degree weather. Yeah. We're fortunate that our seats uh, are in the part of the stadium where after the, after like 1.30, uh, the sun hides behind the stadium, and we don't get hit. However, the opposing side, the other side, they sit in sun the entire game. Which is kind of good in the winter. Come December, it's nice to sit in the sun all game. Yeah, yeah. it's chilly. Chilly in the wintertime. Speaking of football, Mark and I tied last week. So that means that Mark is 2-1-1, one, and one, and I am 1-2-1. One, one. Damn it. Numbers. Um, so last night we watched the Seattle Rams game, and then, of course, we got up this morning with the replay and finished it. Uh, it was right there for the Rams to get, and it comes down to a kick as many games do, and the guy just shanked it. So two games in a row the Rams have lost. So now, regardless of the fact that they played a good game and were in position to win, and they lost it by a kick, um, the questions are going to come, what's wrong with the Rams? One of the problem is they don't give the ball to Gurley enough, and they don't seem to have an offensive line that's performing well. Well, weren't they giving it a lot to um, the Coop guy? Cooper, Cooper, Cooper Cup, yeah, throwing it to him, yeah, and that's always solid. But they need to run the ball a lot oh. more. Oh, and Gurley is the guy to give it to when they're just kind of not. Why not? I don't know. You know, I mean, like, why last night Seattle uh, was in a position to kick a field goal, but they kept throwing the ball, and I never understood that. Why did they keep throwing it? You just run it and then kick. But they kept throwing it, which it almost cost them. Anyway, doesn't matter. Rams have now lost two in a row. Hey, so tell me, um, what kind of uh, team does the Vikings have? Mary from Oxnard is in the chat going, go Vikings! They're good. They are? They're a solid football team, yes. Oh, shit. Do they play this week? I'm sure they do. I forget who. Tell me who we picked. And and tell me who they play. Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, God, this could talk. This could take forever. Uh, well, I'll share this. I don't see them here on this list. Maybe they have a bye week. Oh. They could. Minnesota Vikings. Uh, while she's Nope, do- nope, nope. They're playing. Oh. What is it? They're playing the Giants. That's, that's, a, that's a good football game, actually. That's uh, one of the games we differ on. Where is it? You 
New York. You picked Minnesota, and I picked the Giants. You're, it's a solid pick no matter what. With this new quarterback, the Giants are playing well. So we'll see. So I got this, and I thought I'd share it in case anybody else deals with this. I get this email. Mark and Linda, I don't get any email notifications when you post a new podcast. Is that something you can make happen? I would appreciate it. So I sent this to Eleni, and she basically said, "All those of you that would like to be reminded there's a new show posted, all you have to do is go to iTunes and subscribe to it. Go to iTunes and find the Mark and Linda podcast and subscribe. Or just go to our website every Friday. Fuckers right there. Right. <laughs> it is. But if you if you go to iTunes and subscribe, it'll remind you. My phone every, I mean, I know there's a new show, but my phone reminds me there's a new Mark and Linda podcast available. So go to iTunes, go to Mark and Linda's podcast and subscribe. Become a subscriber and you'll be reminded that it's happening. Uh, and then there's this. There is attitude and then there is a positive attitude. Quote, life is not the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it is. The way you cope with it is what makes the difference. After his plane was hit and he was forced to eject, the Marine Corps fighter pilot finally regained consciousness. He was in a hospital in a great deal of pain. He found himself in the ICU with tubes and drips in both arms, a breathing mask, wires monitoring every function, and a nurse hovering over him, looking worried. It was obvious he was in a life-threatening situation. The nurse gave him a serious look straight into his eyes, knowing he was not only a fighter pilot, but a Marine. She spoke to him softly and slowly, enunciating each word, quote, you may not feel anything from the waist down. Somehow he managed to mumble and reply, well, then can I feel your tits? <laughs> this, my friends, is a positive attitude. <laughs> right there it is. Oh, you had me suckered into that. That is what I do. But that's... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Look, Bullwinkle, a message in a bottle. Fan mail from some flounder? No, this is what I really call a message. And now, with comments, it is Skeeter. So I just wanted to do a rundown of everybody's uh, rapper names. John Lyons is a little (laughs) heater. Robin is a little gas. Uh, By the way, if you missed last week... Uh, your rapper name is, your first name is always Lil, Lil. L-I-L. Lil. And then your last name is the item that you purchased last. What did you last buy? That's your last name. I'm a little coffee filter. <laughs> and I was a little paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> um, David Peeler said Lil Sandals. David from Long Beach, Lil Nashville Hot, because he went to Nashville Hot Chicken. Wow. <laughs> Lil Nashville Hot. Now, I like that one. Don, Lil Smoothie. Judy, Lil Donut. And Chad, Lil Rockstar, because he had one of those energy drinks. I've never had one. Yeah, I'm afraid to. You don't need one. You've got enough energy. Yeah, I do. And then you add the coffee I consume, and I'm good. Yeah. All right. So here's a comment. Stephen <laughs> sent this uh, email to Mark. RG, when you shimmy up that tree to get a pineapple, look down. You will see pineapples growing on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I, well, needless to say, we got a lot of corrections about that. Well, Linda Kelly says, just finished listening to the Barbie Check Show and just wanted to correct Mark on one of his comments. <laughs> as many times that you and Linda have been to Hawaii, I would have thought you knew pineapples grow in the ground no. and not in trees. No, I didn't. Uh, yes, Mark, we've been to the pineapple plantation in Hawaii. I didn't recall we, it. We know this. I, I And when you were saying shimmying up, I was picturing you getting a coconut. I don't remember it. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, Stacy says, the fruit salad tree is legit. The one we had was lemons, limes, and two types of oranges. They were not very expensive, but that was 15 years ago. Wow. I kind of want one of those. I do too. We should, I mean, it said we stopped looking at it because it was primarily Australian. Yeah. You had to have Australia's... Uh, weather. Yeah. Uh, Climate. It still may get one yeah. and see what it does. Yeah. Because it grows apples, oranges, pears, all on the same tree, whatever it is. Fruit salad tree. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Denise from Arizona says, hi, Mark. I am getting inducted into my high school athletic hall of fame this Friday in Southern California. Jesus. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> everybody I know is in a hall of fame, except me. Congratulations, Denise. Yeah, yeah, way to go, Denise. Real happy for you. Jane Hill says, love the sunset pics and paint updates. Please, in real time, talk about The mass Singer. It's great. If people haven't watched it yet, fuck them. If you don't know what this is, uh, basically it's a show where people come out dressed in these these wild costumes and their voice is hidden. It's uh, uh, cyber. You can't really hear their voice, but you can hear what they're saying. And then they sing. So the idea is for the panel of judges to try to guess who it is that's inside the costume. And then eventually each week somebody gets kicked off and they have to take their mask off and reveal who they are. And I have to say, I don't know who anyone is under their mask. I've known every person that's taken off their mask, but I wasn't able to guess who they were. And I have no clue what the remaining uh, people, who they are. And here's proof of what an idiot Donny Osmond is. Last year we were watching it. Linda was the one that had told me uh, that she felt like the uh, the peacock was Donny Osmond. So I watched the next week, and to me it was clear that it was him. And so I texted him. I feel pretty sure that's you in the peacock outfit. This idiot didn't respond. <laughs> Which now, let us know it was him. Right. So what he should have done was, no, what do you mean? Uh, what, are, what are you talking about? It's not me. I don't even know the show you're talking about. But he didn't. He didn't respond, and it was clearly him. And, for the record, he should have won. It was great, and this show is great, too. This year is, 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 I feel like there's more of them. I feel like there's more excitement. I just love it. Well, it's bad for me the first week, the two people that took their mask off, I didn't know them. Right. And so that wasn't fun. I like to know who they are. Right, right. Gina Skinner says, speaking of Donnie, I saw Donnie and Marie on my birthday this month and they were fabulous. Yep. We were in the front row and Danny fist pumped me and even grabbed my purse pretending he was looking through it. At the end of the show, he high-fived me and told me happy birthday. Made my night. Too bad you and Linda can't get ticks. I know you'd enjoy their show. Well, well, Gina, since you're being a bragger and throwing all this shit in my face, we have seen Donnie and Marie and we got to go backstage. And I have a picture of all my family with Donnie and his mirror ball. 
yeah, he, we went up and Linda really wanted this. And of course, Linda doesn't say anything. So I, I did. Tell Mark. And I mentioned it to Donnie and he goes, well, I think they put it away, but let me go see. And they had, but he drug it out and we got the picture. And it was so heavy. Do you remember how heavy that was? I don't know that I oh, touched I, it. I think it was just Matt and myself that. <laughs> um, but here's how, obviously Donnie and Marie are retiring at the end of this, I guess it's November. And uh, I wasn't even going to bother Donnie with getting the tickets. I was going to get them myself. Go to my website. There were none. Uh, there actually, I'm sorry. There were two, two tickets for the for for the date we were looking at, which was in October. Uh, there are no seats. There are no tickets. And then I reached out to Donnie finally. He goes, "The last tickets I have are for tomorrow night, and I have one." And of course, Bradley chimed in, "I'll, I'll take, take it." it. Because he really wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chris Christensen says, hey, guys, thanks for all you guys do. And you're the best part of each week. I have a question for the RG. Mm-hmm. I, there is no punctuation hardly in this. I love, a, uh, I love your paintings and wanted to know if you bought Bob Ross on CD or are you watching him on YouTube? You have inspired me to want to paint. Uh, I watch Bob Ross on YouTube. Um, I have for uh, quite a long time. When I go to bed, I watch one, uh, and then I started kind of really watching what he does. And so now, periodically, I will paint with Bob in the paint room. I'll turn on the TV and I will paint along with him. Um, it, uh, it it's like anything. The more you do, the better you get. I started a painting just yesterday, and I've already put it away. I'm going to start again because uh, I made mistakes. It's not what I wanted it to be. So I'm going to start again. Uh, don't expect, if you do try this, don't expect to be great the first time out. You won't be, but you will get better with each mistake that you make because you look at it and you go, okay, I see what I did. Don't do that again. And so I'm improving and getting better. Key to it is I enjoy it. Yeah, you are. You are getting better. Thank you. Still need a little work on your waves. Though. Calm down. Uh, okay, so then our next two... Um, it's com- not me that every time you look at a wave that I've painted, you see a vagina. You paint waves looking like vaginas. I do it like Bob says. Tell him. <laughs> oh, wait. Did he's he, dead. Does he say vagina? Paint this wave to look like a pink vagina? Yes, okay. he does. Our next two comments um, are requiring some help from us. Jenny from Santa Clarita says, I was wondering if I could get some advice from a mom who has been through it. I am a single parent of an only child who has now left home to start his own life. He has moved to Reno and I am now by myself. I was wondering how you got through being away from your kids when you and Mark moved to North Carolina. How did you get through not being able to see them anytime you wanted, going to dinner, shopping, etc.? I am very happy and proud of him. This is what we strive for as parents, that our kids grow up and go out on their own, that they are happy and living their own life. I have no family around that I can try to occupy my time with, and my friends have their own families in life. I have never lived alone. I went from my parents' house to living with my, well, now ex-husband, to having it to be me and my son after the divorce, to now living alone. So trying to learn how to be on my own is a little difficult. Any advice, suggestions you could give would be great. Well, I mean, I got some stuff to say, but you should go first because you struggled with this. Uh, well, I'm just going to say, with time, it does get better, but it doesn't go away, you know, because I still miss seeing them every day. 
but we make sure that we plan trips to where I, I can go to see them and they can come to see me. So it's not that long of a time that I go without them. Um, you know, for me, when we uh, when they left the house, because by the time we moved to North Carolina, both Matt and Amy were out of the house, had their own place. Um, and Katie moved here with us at the beginning. Uh, and then she got her own place. Um, I, I, I see them enough for me. And, you know, this is the difference, excuse me, <clears throat> and Linda and I, in that uh, when we go to California, I love it when they're too busy to come to dinner. Uh, that means they're working and that's good. I want to see that in them. Um, so when we go, I see them enough. Hey, how you doing? We catch up, see what's going on. Um, and they come here yeah. twice a year for a length of time. And sometimes three times a year. Yeah. So I would say to you, what's her name? Jenny. Jenny. Um, you know, I hear what you're going through there. It's hard. It is. Um, I would, if I were you, I would start looking into some classes. Concentrate on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about class, you know, like you, you have to ask yourself, okay, what am I interested in? And then go take a class in that. Here's what happens. Number one, you're taking, let's say it's cooking. So you're taking a cooking class and you're learning how to cook different things. But the key to that is you're going to meet people. Yeah, you're out. And then one night after class, a couple of the people want to go have a glass of wine. You go with them and you start to meet people. And I think that's a wonderful way to start to spread out a little bit. Mm -hmm. You meet people and, and you get to go do things with them. And it's slow, it's not gonna happen overnight, but go do, go go try that. If, and if, if it's not a class, pick up a hobby, whatever it is that you enjoy. This is a, you know, I realize you're struggling with being alone, but this is also a you time where you can start doing some of the stuff that you've never gotten to do, whatever that is. Or go do one of those, um, what's it called, wine and paint? What, what are those places called? We have a place where you can go, you sign up and you go, and you basically are in an art class that, that serves wine. And I guess, because we haven't been, but I guess there's somebody painting something and you're supposed to paint along with them while you drink wine. Now, the problem with this would be, Mark's would look great and mine would look like a five-year-old's. But you see, and what I keep trying to say to you is, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It, it's whatever it is. Oh, okay. Because I hear you bitching all the time about one of your paintings doesn't look like da-da-da-da-da. So I'm just going to look at you and go, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters in there. <laughs> no, no, it, it very seriously matters in there. But for a thing where you're socializing and drinking wine, if mine looked like a vagina, that would be hysterical. <laughs> I would love it. So you look into that. Try Start yeah. doing the stuff that you've not ever had the chance to do. Do it now. Yeah. Or <clears throat> get a doggy. Dog. Get a a dog. doge. All right. And this is our last one. John says, I'm reaching out to you as I have a bit of an issue and don't know what to do. Recently, I had an incident, incident at work that ended up sending me to an urgent care clinic. While seeing the nurse, she was doing their typical vitals check. When she saw my blood pressure, the look on her face changed dramatically. She asked if I had a doctor I see regularly. If not, I need to go S 
ASAP. It appears my blood pressure is off the charts and I am basically a walking time bomb. A stroke could happen at any time. Mm. Here's the problem. I have not told my wife. Why freak her out over something that we can't do anything about? We have no health insurance and there is no way that I can afford to go to a doctor, get all the lab work done, and then get the medication, not even close. So ignorance is bliss, right? Wrong. John, you need to tell your wife. You're just, you're talking insane talk. I mean, what would you rather her have to deal with you dying or having a stroke than you going to her, telling her what is happening, and the two of you trying to figure out how you're going to make yourself better? Um, I don't know about high blood pressure and the medication and how much it is. But my guess is this is a fairly common problem, which would mean the medication is not going to be that crazy expensive. You have no choice, my friend. You have to tell your wife and you have to go get medication from a doctor. But the thing is, they don't have any insurance. What does that go to the doctor, well, get a I prescription mean, it's, it's, and take it? It's very expensive. What I don't, is it? I don't think they have a lot of money. Going to the doctor is very expensive. Okay, then go to a, a place that you can just get a prescription. You already know that your blood and pressure is so yeah, high. I, but a doctor has to prescribe that baby. Otherwise, people would be walking in getting all kinds of meds. There's ways around this. This problem, if it goes unmedicated and un, undetected, uh, it's just not, it's crazy. You're walking around as a time bomb. You got to figure it out. There's ways to do this where you can afford it and get medication that you need. And tell your wife immediately. Yeah, absolutely. No question. And I'm pretty sure there are places that he can go and we have very smart listeners and they will comment. Yeah. About where we can send you. The hair in the back of your head sticking straight up. Well, I didn't do a lot with my hair today because right after the show, I'm getting my hair done today. You're getting your hair did. I'm getting sweetie. my hair did today. So, yeah, today was more like just fuck it. Uh, but I'll look better after two thirty. Okay. <laughs> history, 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 history. That happened, and we all let it happen. I was uh, on this day back in 1991, Tom Petty releases the song Into the Great Wide Open. He wrote it in a house in L.A. In an interview that he did a decade after he wrote the song, Tom recalled something unusual that went on daily in the house where he worked on it. Now, I was written up at the top of Mulholland. There was a little canyon there going down toward the valley. And whoever was on that other hill played guitar around the same time every day, about seven in the evening. I could hear it from the little room I was riding in across the canyon. I could hear somebody playing their guitar. And at times I would try to find what key they were in and play back. I don't know if they ever heard me. I just tried to play along. Tattoo to the future 
place they both could afford He found a nightclub he could work at the door She had a guitar and she taught him some chords This guy was the limit Imagine being the dude that's every night playing his guitar and then you hear somebody across the valley playing with you and then later you find out it was Tom Petty. (laughs) It was on this day that Neil Young's Rockin' in the Free World was released in 1989 and something that Neil never did or rarely did was perform on television. But it was the 30th anniversary of Neil doing exactly that, apparently his legendary performance of Rockin' in the Free World on Saturday Night Live. Here he talks about it. What I really don't like about doing TV, and why from the beginning I hardly ever did any TV, is that you don't really have control over what's going on. I'm a control freak. I freely admit this. When I'm doing my thing, everything has to be the way I want it or I just don't go. I try to be as open as I can. And if the circumstance isn't right, then I'll be inhibited and I'll be distracted and I can't do my thing. On television, your control is limited. I did Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago and I was successful at doing the show and being a musician and playing music. This day, 1980, Queen's Another One Bites the Dust hits number one. On this day, 1977, John Lennon and Yoko Ono hold a press conference in Tokyo, leaving Japan after a four-month visit. The ex-Beatle says that his top priority for the next few years will be raising his son, Sean. Quote, 
maybe when he's three, four, or five, we'll think about creating something else other than a child. Asked whether the Beatles might reunite, he said, quote, I doubt it very much. Our life together is so precious. Together we have grown. We have grown Although our love is still special The song Sticks With Me uh, was in Birmingham uh, as a music director and on-air personality. And my job as the music director was to decide what songs we were going to play. And the record promoter, his name was, and I've talked about him before, John Faggot, and he embraced it. He flew into town to play this song for me. And so we're in my office and he he played it. And I listened to About This Far and he goes, doesn't that just set you free? And I said, I don't like it. <laughs> It'll be just like starting It was on this day, 1975, Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here album hits number one. That's on the record, Linda. She looked at me like I'm clearing my throat. It was on this day, 1973, Bachman Turner Overdrive releases the song Let It Ride. Here, they talk about where the song started. This guy looks like Paul Bunyan. So instead of yelling at him, we go, excuse me, sir, you were driving really recklessly there. We're just a bunch of musicians trying to get to the next gig. And it's very unsafe. And what you were doing there, you cut us off and blah, blah. And he goes, it's no big deal, buddy. Why don't you just let it ride? And I say to Fred, what does that mean? Because we've never heard this before. It goes, it means like relax, you know, chill out kind of thing. It's no big deal. On this day, 1965, Johnny Cash is arrested 
for bringing more than 1,100 pills of amphetamines across the Mexican border in his guitar case. A fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire It was on this day, 1970, just days after completing her Pearl album, Janis Joplin Dies of a Drug Overdose in Her Room at the Landmark Hotel in Hollywood. The Texas-born singer was just 27. And I'm entertained to remember during the Mark in the Morning days, Katie was (laughs) chick on the street. And she and Jackie spent the night in the room. They were scared. At the Landmark Hotel where Janis Joplin died. And the next morning, they're doing a report. They apparently hadn't slept. Because they were freaked out. And I said, so Katie, and this is on the air. So Katie, did anything unusual happen in the hotel room where Janis Joplin died? And as serious as she could be, not joking. She said, yes. I said, well, what was it? And she said, I plugged in my cell phone last night and it didn't charge. It was on this day, 1969, the album Green River becomes the second and last Creedence Clearwater Revival album to top the album chart. It was on this day, 1979, that the song Heartache Tonight by the Eagles was released. Glenn Fry was the writer, and it says, although it eventually took four writers to complete it, the groundwork for Heartache Tonight was laid during a visit to Glenn Fry's L.A. home by none other than Bob Seger. In a 1990 interview, Glenn recalled how the song got its start. I told Bob Seeger that I always had wanted the Eagles to do a shuffle, and Seeger and I were jamming at my house, and I had the first part of the song, Somebody's Gonna Hurt Someone, together, and I sort of played him what I thought the verse was, and then right after that, Seeger went to the forecourt and started screaming the chorus, Heartache Tonight. Seeger could do a great version of Heartache Tonight. I was slightly overmatched in the vocal. It took me a little while to get that vocal right, the screaming parts. Can do. Everybody wants to 
So I was telling a story about being a music director in Birmingham with John Faggot and the Lennon song. Uh, this song always reminds me of this. I was at the concert, the Eagles, in Birmingham, and I was the music director, and, you know, they treat you special. So I was on stage with the Eagles, not like on, on, but I was in the back, but I was on the stage. And the guys were fine before the show, but they drink during, or they did <laughs> then. <laughs> Uh, at the end of the concert, Glenn Fry was drunker than most people I've ever seen. He was going to wave to the crowd, and he lifted his foot to put it on the, the bench of his piano, and he missed. And he had a stream of saliva coming out of his mouth as he was waving. Ew. Dude. Hey, you can get away with shit in rock and roll. You just can't in regular real life. So true. And it was a great show. All right. Gonna do four. Uh, 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 uh. Gonna do four. You feel strong? No. All right. <laughs> Song from said year. Movie said year. Dan Aykroyd. Jamie Lee Curtis. Her father just found someone. I'm going out with Shelly. Macaulay Culkin. Anna Klumski. You ever kiss anyone? No. My girl. That's a movie I obviously never saw, and I've never even heard of it. I have. Headline from said year. Final seconds. Magic's three-point attempt blocked. Pippen comes away with it. And the Chicago Bulls have won their first ever NBA championship. What year is it those sports clips always help me so much mm -hmm. um i have no fucking idea so i'm just gonna say 1979 jesus christ it was 19 91 oh <laughs> Song from said year. Hmm. I love the fact that there were no vocals in the clip, just the guitar. Uh, movie. Wait, that was Bad to the Bone, right? It was. Okay. Movie from said year. Gar. Gar. Garp? Yes, Garp. Sounds like a fish. What does the TS stand for? Terribly sad. Used to be terribly sexy, but, I, but it changed. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. And headlines from said year. Consumer prices plunged for virtually everything from wheels to meals. In gasoline, a drop of 4%. The sharpest drop on record. The Reagan administration took credit for the good news. What year is it? Well, every time you say Reagan, I always guess... 1982. So I'm going to say 1982. It is 1982. Yes! Let's hear some of this. Well, it's only the clip. Oh, fuck. Did you hear me? Yeah. All right. Song from said year. Girls, girls, girls. Red lips, 
okay, the way, wait, is that Motley Crue? Yes. Okay. Uh, those of you that have not seen it on Netflix, the movie Dirt, which is the, I guess, the movie version of the book that Motley Crue wrote. Um, couple of things. So I watched it. Um, the the acting is terrible. Wait, it, are they themselves? No, 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 no. Oh, actors, oh, actors. Oh. The, the the it's just terrible, but. The things that they claim, and I have no reason to doubt them because they were Motley Crue and I've never witnessed anything. Some of the most beautiful women in the world went nuts for these guys wearing makeup and, and, and the big hair. They went nuts. And the stuff you can't, aside from the bad acting, you can't not watch it. Dirt. Motley Crue, Netflix. It's there. All right, movie mm. from said year. Dragnet. Just the facts, man. Thank God it's Friday! All right, that's not the TV show. That was Dan Aykroyd's Roy, version right, of Dragnet. Right, right. Uh, headline, said year. Today is Black Monday, the day the Dow dropped more than 500 points. The day the Dow dropped more than 22%, almost double the rate of the Black Monday that signaled the beginning of the crash of 1929. What year is it? I have no idea. Mm -mm. 1985. It was 1987. All right, Linda's thinking, hey, I got one. Yeah, I'm good. If I can get one, I'm feeling good about myself. All right, here's your last one for today. Uh, song from said year. I've got two tickets for paradise. Pack your bags with leave tonight. Movie from said year. My name is Zunar J5 slash 9 Doric 47. Get me the Pentagon. Red priority. You're a cat. He's the cat from outer space. Oh, shit. What? I have no idea. What was that movie? I have no idea. <laughs> A cat from outer space. <laughs> uh, and headline from said year. An area with the deceptively serene name of Love Canal turned out to be one of America's most notorious toxic waste horror stories. Hmm. All right. So I'm just, I don't, those other two did not help me. So I'll just go with um, Eddie Money. And I will say, I'm just going to say again, 1985? It was 19... 78. Damn it. Well, you got I got one. All right, so the question you have to answer now. I've already told you. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> I have the top 10 best one-hit wonders in history. According to Ranker.com. Ranker.com. Ranker they rank things, see? Mm-hmm. So I got that, and then I have, you can go ahead and judge, but you're going to like it, uh, the origin of phrases. For example, the phrase, uh, a bird in a hand is worth two in the bush. What? All of these sayings have origins. So that's what the list is. Choose now, uh, because the one you don't choose, you'll hear next week. Or next month. No, <laughs> you'll hear it next at week. At the rate you go. Nope. Uh, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go with those one hit wonders. All right. 
get there. Here we go. According to Ranker, One Hit Wonders. Now, those of you that are stupid, One Hit Wonders are <laughs> bands or artists that had one hit and then they disappeared. And then you never heard from them again as far as the, the playlist is concerned. No more hits. This was it. Number 10. The Proclaimers, I'm Gonna Be. When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I heave up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you But I would walk 500 miles And I would walk 500 more To be the man who walked a thousand miles To fall down at your door When I'm working, yes I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's working hard for you And when the money comes in for the work I do I'll Almost every penny on to you When I come home I come home, Oh I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who comes back home to you And if I broke Well I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's going over you But I would walk 500 miles And I would walk 500 more Just to be a man who walks a thousand miles to How was that? It was great. I'm sorry. I had to go pee. Uh, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what if he doesn't come back? <laughs> and why this song? Couldn't you have waited till there was a better song? Top 10 greatest one hit wonders. Here we go with number nine. <laughs> Naked eyes. There's always something there to remind me. Along the city streets You used to walk along with me And every step I take Reminds me of just how We used to be Well, how can I <laughs> Forget you, girl What? It's already started What? Well, see, this is what I love about your list Because huh? people, they always argue with you <laughs> Aaron A, not a one-hit wonder Promises, promises Remember that song? I didn't write it, fucker. <laughs> you find this shit. <laughs> so obviously they were a two-hit wonder. According to him, fuck him. You know promises, promises. I do know it, fuck it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, number eight. Spirit in the Sky, Norman Greenbaum. Or if you want to get technical, it's B-A-U-M, Greenbaum. 
number seven greatest one-hit wonder of all time. Play that funky music. Wild Cherry. Really? <laughs> really what? They only had one hit? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and tell me what their other hit was. I'm going to wait for Aaron to do that. Yeah, he'll do it. Love this song. Yeah. Running down the one night stands. Everything around me. Yeah. Got to stop to feeling so low. And I decided quickly. Yes, I did. I have to apologize to you. Yeah. You posted that perfectly, and then I stepped on it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so um, I've always been intrigued being in radio at one point. Uh, I've been intrigued by the history of a song because uh, these songs, they're all hits in their day. And I've always been intrigued by the songs that are played 10, 20, 30, 40 years later and the ones that aren't. Because again, all of these were hits. I'm not judging that. But a lot of hits were big, big, big in their day and then you never hear them again. And by the way, that is determined by you. There's all kinds of research and things where people go, yeah, I like that. No, I don't like that. Based on what you say, you hear these songs. This next one, number six, we was huge in its time. Number one, crazy. And they still play it to this day. 8675309 Tommy Tuto. Hey! Listening to this, for some reason, I thought of a Lenny. A Lenny is, of course, our son Matthew's wife, and she is the one that runs the control. She records it and posts it, the podcast. Uh, so she and Matt flew last night. Their plane was delayed. They didn't leave the East Coast until 10, so I don't think 
they got home until 11 or 12, fell in bed, and then got up to do this. And the reason I bring this up is because I was listening to this song, Tommy Two-Tone, and I imagined, I pictured a Lenny singing along and bopping to it. And then I realized, not after last night. My, here's my guess, and Linda, keep your eye on your text. My guess is, a Lenny got up, started to record, and then she got back in bed. I say she's not hearing this broadcast today, right now. So, Eleni, if you are, text Linda. I think you'll see nothing. <laughs> all right. All right. And great, thank you, because now that's the song that will be stuck in my head all day. That's why it was a hit. Yeah. One of the great hooks of all time. Who would have known that reciting a phone number over and over like that? We all eight six seven five three zero nine. I know that number and will for the rest of my fucking life, thanks to that song. All right. Now, I talked about songs that were big hits in the day, and then you never hear from them again. We continue to hear Tommy Two-Tone. This next song, number five, is a song that was huge in its day, and you don't... Yes? I'm awake, bitch. (laughs) It's because of Tuna. Tune, tune. That's their dog. All right, here we go. Number five, you don't ever hear this song again. (laughs) The Buggles video killed the radio star. Did she say something else? No. I got a text from Cody. Oh, God. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. What did Cody say? <laughs> Hold on. My phone's not recognizing me. It's my hair. The f- capital letters. Mm-hmm. The fucking p- proclaimers had many hits. Mark is an idiot. Shut up, Cody. Shut the fuck up. Which, by the way, uh, at some point, I'm going to do Cody's podcast. And I will cut that prick down to size. Just now. All right, so number four, we kind of hear it periodically. It's not that it disappeared. I hear it every now and then, but not a ton. And get this, and the reason I brought it up earlier, uh, a song that was a major hit when it was out, Mickey by Tony Basil. That, that should be number one, right? It isn't. Oh. Why do we still hear it today? Not only hear it, it's played constantly and it's a piece of shit so whenever they call and do the research tell them that it sucks don't don't do it uh number four we still hear it some my sharona the neck oh they're gonna come after you with this one too i didn't write it
Now, um, this next one was uh, a big hit. It was number one in its day. And not only do we still hear it constantly, and I've always been intrigued. Maybe I'll look into this. Uh, Not only is it played constantly to this day, it has been covered by so many people. And there's got to be a reason. I don't quite know what it is, but I'm going to look into it. This is the number three greatest one-hit wonder of all time. Tainted Love. Soft Cell. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away from the pain you drive into the heart of me. You know, the the first time I ever heard anybody cover this, we were on the Mark and Brian program having a love affair with Dishwalla. They had their big hit, Counting Blue Cars. And they did the Mark and Brian Christmas show. And one of the songs they did was this, Tainted Love. And they fucking blew the roof off with it. This tainted love you've given, I give you all a boy could give you. Take my tears and that's not nearly all. Tainted love. Tainted love. Top 10 greatest one-hit wonders of all time. You can't deny it was big, and it's number two. Dexie's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. Good song. You love this song. Yep. This is already, to me, a bogus list. Because if Mickey is not number one, then... Talk to... Don't talk to me. Talk to Ranker. Jesus Christ. I agree. Mickey should be here. It's not. Yeah. Now, I'm going to share with you uh, something I learned from the many years of broadcast that I did. And that is, when you're doing a list of any kind, turn it into a guessing game. When you have people that's on the show with you guess as to what they think the next one is, it chews up time. And people that are listening in their car, in their house, they like to play along too. It's good to do the guessing game. And so now for number one, the greatest one hit wonder of all time, I'm not gonna leave it to blanket. I'm gonna say that this song was obviously a hit, huge hit, one hit wonder. But it was primarily, this is during the MTV days. 
And this song was primarily remembered for the video because they did something in the video, a technical thing that nobody had ever seen before. And I do believe that the video made this song what it was. And Linda's looking to see if anybody's helping well, her I in the chat. Well, I think someone's already said. Is it the one where he's doing up the arm? It is not. Oh. <laughs> Good then guess, I, though. Then I don't know. I, I don't know, Mark, because I feel like it should be fucking Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fun. You're so... Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. You don't want to try to take a guess? Uh, uh, no, and nobody is... Give it a minute, because we're a little behind than the chat. Let's see if anybody has any suggestions. Disco Duck. Number one. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, what? All right, see, as I was saying, have everybody on the show guess. Linda's worthless yeah. in this. She didn't even take a guess. Yeah. I just did, Disco Duck. No! <laughs> All right, here we go. The number one, one hit wonder, according to Ranker.com, not me, <laughs> is this. Aha, take on me. And if you don't remember the video, no. the guy was looking in a mirror, the lead singer, and it was him, and he started moving through the mirror, and as he came out the other side, he was drawn. It was a sketch of him, and people were in awe. We're, we're so fucking pissed off with you right now. Jesus. Nobody knows this song. Are you smoking the Not pot? Not to be the number one. Well, it is. Talking away. I don't know what to say. Oh, give me a break. Cody, write this down. Note to self. On broadcast, always do things that piss people off. Should have gone with the origin of the phrases. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be so pissed off. All right, uh, out today in theaters. There's not a ton that's really worth talking about. Uh, the big one uh, was in theaters last night. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix stars as the Joker, and of course, there's been controversy. You've seen there. People are worried about violence, and and there's checkpoints and all that. Joaquin Phoenix. So, according to Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think? I'll just give it a 85. Yeah. At one point, it was. For some reason, it has fallen to 69%. It's because nobody went to see it yet? Well, it's just opening today. No, they could see it last night. Well, these are based on what people thought. And I'm, frankly, pumped about it. I'm pumped about that, and I'm pumped about Ad Astra. Uh, okay, and these others, I don't even know. Uh, I will, I'll give you two. Uh, there's one, it is, uh, it's not a real documentary, but it's presented as a documentary. It's called Wrinkles the Clown. 
And as I told you, because of it, with Pennywise, mm. this Halloween is all about the clowns. This thing got 71%. But Eddie Murphy returns to the screen in Dolomite Is My Name. What do you think Rotten Tomatoes gave it? It's in theaters today. I don't know, but um, I, I, I keep wanting to tell everybody this. If you haven't watched Mr. Church on Netflix with Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. it is excellent. Um, so this one, I'm going to say 55. 98. Oh, really? Apparently, this Dolomite, or, or the, the focus of this film, is a real guy who, I guess, made the film Dolomite. And Eddie Murphy plays that guy. Oh, well, I'll have to check that out. See what that's about. Is it scary? Is it violent? I, 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 it's the story of a guy. I don't see how it can be scary or violent. Oh, I, I, I guess I it could be. I can. All right, here we go. Earlier this month, David Lee Roth said he did not know what was happening with the band Van Halen, but this week... He told a radio station in Detroit that he thinks the band is finished. I've inherited the band, de facto, whatever that means. I think it means you've inherited it. Carry this proudly. Van Halen isn't going to be coming back in the fashion that you know. And that being said, Eddie's got his own story to tell, not mine to tell it. Uh, I don't pretend to know Eddie. I had him on the show. I met him. Seemed to be a nice guy. Uh, I, I don't know what's up with him. Why is it that Van Halen could not continue to record and tour? And it always comes down to Eddie. You know, Eddie wasn't happy with David Lee Roth. Got rid of him. Then they got uh, uh, Gary Sharon, or did Sammy come? Maybe it was Sammy. Didn't like him. Uh, he just seems to be sketchy. And now David Lee Roth says Van Halen as you know it, meaning Van Halen with me, David Lee Roth, is not going to be seen. So we'll see. I don't think Sammy will ever go Um, back to that. Uh, Happy National Taco Day. Yes. And happy National Vodka Day. Oh, yes. Yes. I know what we're doing for dinner. Drinking vodka. And eating tacos. Uh, Hashtag Roundup, the latest one. Hashtag what really pisses me off. (laughs) Some of the responses. People who don't acknowledge it when I hold the door open for them. Main one I need, not so much that, though I do. Big one for me is when I'm in a car and I let somebody in. You better wave at me. To say thank you, a courtesy wave. You really need to do that because that really bothers me. It, it just It's a simple thank you, but you, most of the time you don't get it. No, so, you don't. Uh, people not picking up after their pets. Oh, that really pisses me off. Linda has had an ongoing, well, she did. There were people, <laughs> renters. <laughs> that lived in our neighborhood for a very, very short time. And they would take their dog for a walk and let him shit in our yard. Everyone's yard. And so we had to pick it up. And Linda was livid about it. And I said, look, you can do what you want and say what you want and feel what you want. You have to catch him in 
the process. Walk out the front door and go, excuse me, could you please pick that up? Yeah. You gotta catch them, and we never did. Uh, what really pisses me off, lazy coworkers. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would care about that. No. Um, people who constantly click their pin. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Well, that's not you. That's also like people that smack their and pop their gum. When we were at the airport the other day, the gentleman sitting across from us and we were waiting to board our plane, mm-hmm. he was popping his gum. And it was all I could do not to get him, just slap him. Uh, here's what's funny. That bothers her. Linda and I both pop our gum. Oh, I don't know how to pop gum. I just smack my gum. That's why I don't chew gum. Like a cow. I do. I love it too. Okay, watch y'all watch this. Under the heading of what pisses me off. Watch this. People who don't cover their mouth when they sneeze or cough. Oh my God. We were out to lunch the other day and this bitch just kept coughing and she did not cover her mouth one time. Why not? You are just spreading your germs all over everyone and everything. Well, I'm gonna say this about her. I think she is a habitual cougher. I'm not even sure she knows she's doing it. It doesn't matter. You cover. Yeah. You, you cover, you turn away, that whole thing. You do that. She didn't. And this was one of those restaurants where the next table is two inches from well, you. Well, that's how all restaurants are now. So she's right there and coughed throughout the entire fucking... Um, also, what pisses me off mm-hmm. is people who won't hold the elevator door for you. When they see that you're almost there... But they let that door shut and just go on their way. All right. I'm with you. And I'm going to stay in the elevator conversation. Okay. You're in the elevator. You arrive at your uh, floor. The doors open and people that are waiting to get on do not wait for you to get off. They pile their way in front of you to get on the elevator. Uh, exit. Exiting any door always has the right of way, whether it's coming out of your front door, a restaurant door, an elevator door. Agreed. It's exit has the right of way. Now all of you pigs. Oh, Mark, you have called you've called them stupid and pigs. Fuck them. <laughs> if you don't know that rule, learn it. That's what I'm gonna name the show. When the elevator doors open and you're trying to get on. Wait until everybody has exited, then get on. If you don't do that, you are a pig. It really bothers me. I do it. I wait and I hold the door. Yeah. Does anybody say thank you? No. But I'm courteous. I'm a nice, I'm close to perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and funny as hell. Down in Florida. Eleni's still waiting on her horror list. It's not coming. She'll wait. I got 14 minutes. Oh, yeah, and we have to end on time today. Uh, that'll be on Tuesday. Or right. next, next week's show, I should say. It says here, and this happened in Florida, obviously. Put down your phone and listen. Okay. Bruce Wiley noticed that his dryer had stopped working. So he took a look himself before calling a repairman. 
He unplugged the appliance and reached inside to check the lint exhaust, at which point he says, quote, I felt something move away from my hand. Oh, Jesus. I wasn't sure what I would find when I took the cover off. Oh, no. He got his answer when he spotted the snake. Mm, I thought you were going to say gator, but that's still just as bad. The snake wasn't happy, tried to get away, but it was stuck. Oh. He called the man who came and removed the snake. Imagine it. No. This is your dryer inside your home. No. And there's a snake coiled up inside of your dryer. No. Last night, Linda had left. She went upstairs to do something, and I'm sitting outside. There's this fake plant. <laughs> that, that was yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Okay, there's this fake plant we have on the outside patio. So I'm sitting there. And it's more like a tree. Yeah, the, it, it, it does. It looks like that. Right. And we live in the wilderness here. We don't live in the wilderness, but we do live on the lake. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching the show, the TV, the, the football, and a hawk <laughs> flies into my area under the, the thing. The patio. And he is spreading his wings because he is going to land on that fake plant tree. <laughs> and his talons, you know, when you're freaked out, about something, because this bird was the size of a car. <laughs> and his talons were out, because he was gonna land, and they were huge. I mean, no wonder. It's a hawk, big beak, and he got several feet from the said plant, and he realized in hawk world, that's not gonna support me. So he spreads his wings, which by the way. I wish I could have seen your face. <laughs> by the way, I know this because I saw when he spread his wings to stop and fly out, hawks have striped brown things under their arms. <laughs> I, Cause you know, when you get freaked out, you, you see everything. Right. I saw everything. Talons, beak, and those striped things. And then he flew out. I am so happy I was not there for that more because that would have been an instance where I would have shit and died. I mean, what if I had been, what if we had been watching football, you had gone in to use the restroom and then that happened with me sitting out there. I would have died. Well, I'm like a kid. You scared now? Because I saw a hawk was inches from me. And the moment that Linda walked back out onto the patio, Immediately, A hawk flew in here and almost <laughs> ate me. Hawk did. I saw it. Now, my thing is, I wonder if he was looking for like that. Maybe he saw that lizard that likes to hang out. Could. Or maybe there's a little mouse over there. We have lizards. We have geckos. We have geckos here. So, yeah, he could have seen that. That's what they eat. Well, now I'll be afraid to sit out there, too. That just had to be a fluke. That was, Mark, I, we've never seen anything like that in the bird sanctuary. Really? <laughs> Did y'all hear? I almost died. Hawk almost ate me. Workers at a Michigan hospital didn't use their brains. Mm. 
when asked to treat a woman who was brought into the ER wearing zombie makeup and they put the place on high alert. Jay Fears, who worked as a backup dancer for some of the biggest names in pop music, had a panic attack when she was getting makeup done for a Halloween ad campaign. Fears says she was rushed into the trauma area, but the staff couldn't tell that she was wearing makeup. <laughs> and they thought she was a part of the zombie apocalypse. Oh, Jesus. She said, quote, they have to know. I didn't say anything because I just assumed they could see it was makeup. <laughs> the Beaumont Royal Oak Hospital wasn't sympathetic they issued a statement saying, quote, this emergency room is not a place for fun and games. Doctors need to be able to focus on these patients with true emergencies. Oh, man. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Almost died by a hawk. You know, hawks are stupid. Are they? I learned that at a museum I went to. Because you know how they bring out some birds and they'll let you look at them and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And the girls and I were standing there and I said, oh, what's his name? Oh, we don't name them. They're stupid. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I'll tell you something I did learn. We both always, when we go to the zoo, which is too frequently, quite <laughs> frankly, we learned, we went to the gorilla uh, exhibit, the area, and this is Santa Barbara. By the way, if you've never been, especially so, if you have kids or grandkids, right the great thing, it's a small zoo. It's little. They got a couple of gorillas, a couple of lions. They, I mean, it's small. Good. And the, the, uh, the zookeeper was in the pavilion area with us, and the gorillas, it was feeding time. And she told us, because the gorillas were looking around their thing, and she said, what we do because we want them to use their brain, we hide their food. And it becomes a game. Right. The gorillas know they have to go find it. Right. And when they do, they eat it, yeah. and then they look for more. Yeah, that keeps them busy. That was kind of cool. And sad. Was it? It's kind of sad they're locked up. Oh, sure. Yeah. I get it, but yeah. if they didn't, I mean, there's the catch-22. If they didn't, we'd never get to see them. I know. I, but I hear the point. Yeah. And I, I concur on both sides. Yeah. A new study has found that people who live on the coast are happier than those who don't live near the ocean. In fact, researchers found that those who live within a half mile of the beach are up to 40% less likely to show signs of mental health issues. Well, I do have to say that water is very calming. Yes. But I think maybe this is, I, I will say this, and we've all noticed it, when you're at a beach area or even near it, it's a different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Even the stores that are near the beach, it's things that you would use if you're going to the beach. So it's a different vibe, a different feel as opposed to around here where we live, where you'll be driving down the road and a boat will pass you. Many times on a given day, we will stop to allow a horde of 15 geese cross the road. Yeah, and they're all in line. That's the funny thing. <laughs> geese. 
We were at the beach last weekend when we went to New Jersey. It was a beautiful weekend. Yeah. It was nice. I, I'm not in love with New Jersey shoreline. Sorry, Lenny. It's kind of nasty. Well, I mean, it's an East Coast uh, beach, and they all look they all look like that. I mean, so did when we went to North Carolina. That beach looks the same. Looks the same as Savannah. Savannah. Um, and looks the same as most on the Florida coast, unless you're on the is it West Coast of Florida? Florida's on the East Coast. No, the West Coast of Florida. That's where the pretty beach is. Daytona is on the east coast of florida yeah. you're talking about so the east coast of florida east, okay of the state yeah no yeah that sorry is stop, gorgeous stop. Beach. Uh -oh. the east coast is daytona oh so i was florida. right the west, west coast, coast of florida is sarasota the, the gulf yes okay yeah. yes gorgeous by the way i i know you go to florida you deal with the insane most of the insane are down deep, deep South Florida. That's where the crazies are. If you stay up north, it's a little better. However, gorgeous beaches yeah. on the west coast of Florida. Yeah. The Panhandle, up yeah. top. Panama City, Destin, uh, Sarasota, up around there. <laughs> gorgeous. The best you'll ever see. Holy crap. Let me see. Well, I got to get this. Let me get this. Baby, I can't be late. I have to All finish right, right, right at 1230 All right. today. All right. Then let's Not my fault. Go, go here. And now, with birthdays, person who's on a time frame, Skeeter. Okay, on 929, Dan from Dallas turned 63. On 930, Casey H. turned 36. On 10-2, Judy Carlson turned 59. Mark, Judy mm. is the nice woman that sent us the glass-blown head of red. Oh, thank you, Judy. That yes. was very nice. Uh, yes. Judy. I didn't bring her card down, so uh, I can't. But, yeah, it was. it's, it's so cute. It, it looks like little red, and, and I look at it all the time. Uh, we will, uh, you, you know, if I had a, a radio partner that would remember to bring down a fucking card, we could give you a <laughs> shout-out uh, to your business, which we will as soon as I get somebody who can remember the fucking card. All righty. On 10-4, which is today, Robert Fitzing. Did you hear what you said? It's 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. 10-4. Robert Fitzing is turning 60. Robert Fisting. Fit. Okay. If, okay. F-E-T-Zing. Fit. Fitzing. Fisting. <laughs> Robert Fisting. <laughs> That's your name. 10-5, Bonnie's is going to turn 59. Rick Harris is turning 54. 10-6, Michelle Sutton is 52. 10-7. 10-4. Gina. Gina's sweet husband, because she that's what she said. Please wish my sweet husband a happy birthday. She didn't leave his name. Gina's sweet husband. So in, in the chicken, he's sweetie. He's turning 62. <laughs> Dennis is turning 60 on you the 7th. You got two minutes. And on 10-9, Michelle Rodriguez is turning 30. Don't y'all bitch at me. She's hurrying because of her hair. Don't be mad at me. I never hurry. He's the one that hurries, but I have to go today. I'm ready. Let's do it. Listen to her. All right, here we go. Am I pausing it? Yes. Buck, <laughs> 
Dan, Casey, Judy, Robert, Bonnie, Rick, Michelle, Sweetie, Dennis, and Michelle. Happy birthday, everybody. All right. Well, Linda's going to rush out of here and go get her hair did. Yep. Not done. Did. Mm-hmm. Happy October. So I will drag out my Halloween fun stuff. For didn't, next week. Yeah, didn't get a chance to do that, but I will. And we've got the scary movies. I was watching one on the list the other day. Hadn't finished it. Might get it done today. So if they want to follow your crap, what do they see? uh, At Lake Norman Lindsay. Jesus. So everybody have a great weekend. We hope that your football team wins. I haven't even looked to see when Auburn plays, but yeah. They play at 3.30 tomorrow. We know that. Everybody go. Have yourself a grand weekend. We will check you back in here next week. Same time. No, we're taping next week. It, it's it'll be at the same time. Okay, bye. Bye.